innovation means to renew. As Catholics, this is the first thing we do through baptism. We are innovated, we are renewed, but we are not renewed for ourselves. We are renewed through Jesus Christ for the sake of his gospel and his mission. Our innovation leads to the innovation of others. This is a talk on cultivating a culture of innovation in the church at St. Joseph in Cockeysville. It was given by Craig Gould, who leads the Office of Family, Youth, and Young Adult Ministry. My name is Craig Gould, and I'm the director of the Office of Family, Youth, and Young Adult Ministry. This is my parish, St. Joseph's in Cockeysville. I wasn't born in Maryland, and I didn't grow up here, but my six, soon to be seven kids are. My kids were baptized in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. They go to school within the Archdiocese of Baltimore, either at our great public school or at our amazing parish school. I'm hoping, as all parents do, I imagine, that they'll settle here and get married and have my grandkids or answer a call to religious life right here in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. So when we talk about being missionary disciples in the Archdiocese, it's way more than a job description. It is for me, as I know it is for many of you, very personal because we're talking about the legacy my kids are going to live into. Not long after I moved to Baltimore, I went to a conference and we were asked to use one word or a phrase to describe the place in which we did ministry. I had been in the Archdiocese all of three weeks and I knew right away that the word for Baltimore is history. As a state, a city, and an Archdiocese, we are a people that values its history. I still think it's in my job description somewhere that whenever I say I'm from the Archdiocese of Baltimore, I'm required to say the premier city. What is that history and Catholic legacy here in the Archdiocese? It might be buildings. We have some incredible ones here. It could be landmarks. Some go back before we were even a country. A good case could be made that it's our parishes spread out from Western Maryland into the counties and the city who have seen faithful staff and priests serve for generations. While all of those things are pieces of our identity, I'd argue our strongest legacy is the people. Not just people, but their mission that drove them. The Archdiocese is Andrew White, whose missionary discipleship led him abroad with the Ark and the Dove ships coming to settle here in Maryland in 1634. He, a Jesuit priest, told by Lord Baltimore to practice their religion privately and be silent on matters of religion in the hopes of not having to endure persecution. Despite that warning, he wasn't deterred and came over to celebrate the first mass in the English-speaking colonies. In just a few decades, those words of Lord Baltimore would prove prophetic as Father White would be bound and chained a prisoner when Catholicism was outlawed. The story of the Archdiocese is one of heroic priests who moved aside fear to serve their people. Their diocese is also Elizabeth, a Cuban-born black woman who fled revolution and eventually found her way to America in the 1800s. Her mission was to educate young African-American children of former slaves. But she didn't stop there. She started vocational classes 
night classes, created homes for widows and orphans. Along the way, she found an order of women who were dedicated with the same zeal for the gospel and clear mission as she had. Today, of course, we know her as Mother Mary Lang, servant of God and foundress of the Oblate Sisters of Providence, who still serve the Archdiocese faithfully. The Archdiocese is also the Hispanic community here at St. Joseph's. In October, it'll be 20 years since they started enriching this congregation with their presence, just like they have in so many places across the state. Following in the footsteps of the immigrants from Ireland and Italy who built part of the sanctuary that you see behind me, the Hispanic community have arrived here, many from El Salvador, with their own spirit of mission. Today, they are vital to the ministry and vision of our church and its evangelization of this area. In Evangelii Gaudium, Pope Francis writes, I dream of a missionary option that is a missionary impulse capable of transforming everything so that the church's customs, ways of doing things, times and schedules, languages and structures can be suitably channeled for the evangelization of today's world rather than self-preservation. He's talking about the Archdiocese of Baltimore. He is talking about Andrew White, Elizabeth Lang, our Hispanic sisters and brothers, and us as a people of God. You know, the tricky thing about history is that as much as it shapes us, it can also be where we stay. We're meant to be held by history, but not held back. We are in constant need of being converted to our mission. We need innovation. Deriving from the Latin word innovare, innovation means to renew. As Catholics, this is the first thing we do through baptism. We are innovated, we are renewed, but we are not renewed for ourselves. We are renewed through Jesus Christ for the sake of his gospel and his mission. Our innovation leads to the innovation of others. The question that we've prayed on in the Institute for Evangelization is what does innovation look like? How does this renewal sent on mission take place? We have some direction from the Archbishop through the teachings and the light brightly visible documents. Many of you have done the work in setting out evangelization plans in your own pastorates. The question now is, what is the next step of innovation? In praying with that question, I was inspired by the directory from Catechesis when it says, Catechesis, moreover, forms believers for mission, accompanying them in the maturation of attitudes of faith and making them aware that they are missionary disciples called to participate actively in the proclamation of the gospel and to make the kingdom of God present in the world. The church's closeness to Jesus is part of a common journey. Communion and mission are profoundly interconnected. Innovation comes from community. It comes from communion. 
It's not a central services imposed process, but one that is born out of the people, their baptism, and their mission as lived out in their pastorates, in their parishes. As the Archbishop said in Light Brightly Visible 2.0, the Lord calls every member of the Archdiocese to holiness and missionary discipleship. Every member of the Archdiocese has a role to play in revitalizing the Church's life and its mission. If the parish renewal offices and the Emmaus teams are going to be accompanying parish leaders in living out their mission, my office will be taking those plans for mission and helping to bring them to reality. Every year, we will offer the chance for pastorates to submit their ideas for mission projects. Built from a pastorate's evangelization plan and specifically their priority strategies, a mission project is a chance for leadership to develop an idea into a reality with a focus on viability and sustainability. Typically, mission projects will be a new initiative of the pastorate that seeks to fulfill the new evangelization through the ardor, methods, and expression that is a unique approach. A team will discern which of those missions, which of those mission projects, seems most ready to move forward, and those will receive both monetary and formation support from the office to bring God's mission to reality. That mission, however, will not be just for that one pastorate. What is done will be shared with other pastorates throughout the archdiocese. Stories will be told, practices will be explained, and the failures and successes will be known so that others can use a pastorate's good work to respond to a similar mission in their own pastorate, in their own parish. Like every innovator, every missionary, we need a good community to support us. My office is no different. In addition to the other offices in the Institute and the Archdiocese, I'm pleased to say that we'll be partnering with our Sunday visitor, specifically the OSV Institute for Catholic Innovation. They will bring their experience and passion for mission innovation at the service of the pastorates in the Archdiocese. You can find out more about their work in the link posted below and in the chat. When preparing for mission, there is always a time of preparation. Starting fall 2022, we'll begin receiving applications for mission projects. But between now and then, we'll be holding a series of in-person and virtual gatherings to help prepare us for mission. The first will be November 10th, where you are invited to come and be part of the very beginning of this innovation. The link with more information and to register can be found in the chat. Beginning in January, we'll hold monthly opportunities to explore further how the mission ideas you have in your pastorate can take form through the innovation process. So what about between now and November 10th? Well, I'd encourage you to take the first steps right where you are, in your own pastorate. Identify one of your priority strategies for evangelization. 
Consider what you know about the people that you're trying to reach. What are their concerns? Their needs? What if the gospel of Jesus might resonate with that community in particular? Then imagine what it would be like to reach that community of people. What ideas come to mind that they might respond to? How would you present the kerygma that is the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus central to this evangelization effort? Those are just some of the many questions that can move your pastorate and its leadership forward in the work of innovating for the sake of the gospel. You know, I am so blessed, we are so blessed to be part of the Archdiocese of Baltimore, to be in the legacy of Father Andrew White, servant of God, Mother Mary Lang, and the immigrant communities, most recently our Hispanic brothers and sisters. In honoring their mission, we continue to move forward with renewal of ourselves and the cultures of our parishes and pastorates. We know the central mission, to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to all. Now we're seeking our own missions within that one central calling, our personal vocations as missionary disciples. To be the premier sea doesn't just mean we were first over 200 years ago. It means we never stop responding to the innovation, to the renewal God has for us in our own lives as disciples and as missionaries here in the Archdiocese of Baltimore right now. This has been a production of the Archdiocese of Baltimore's Institute for Evangelization. To learn more, visit www.archvault.org backslash evangelization. Again, that's www.archvault.org backslash evangelization.